Remember, yeah. Will, tell people to fuck off more. That was live. Good job, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello, and welcome back to Nerds of Legend. Uh, I'm your DM, Ben. Next to me is Will. Below me is Joel. And next to Joel is Brendan. Brian will be joining us at some point. Don't know when. He's having PC troubles. So you'll see him when you see him. Uh, Brian will be returned. So a little, little quick housekeeping. Uh, our next book is going to be Ringworld by Larry Niven. We'll be doing that after the new year. And next week we will be doing, uh, next Tuesday we will be doing a episode on Christmas slash holiday traditions, fam weird family holiday traditions, all kinds of stuff. If you have an idea for one that we should cover, like if you know of some weird like Polish or German or whatever holiday thing, Hit us up, and we'll we'll research it and talk about it in the episode next week. Um, that's it for that right now. So with uh, let's get right into it. Uh, last time, the group continued into the mine, where they entered into the lair of the Meanlocks, where the tunnels were filled with a black moss that dampened all sound, and they were tricked into a dead end where they faced a black pudding, an oozing, viscous creature which dealt damage to all those who touched it. Finally, they found the chamber where Onin was being held, held captive, where they found out uh, that Onin is not, in fact, a dwarf. He's a kobold. They defeated the Meanlocks and lifted the curse in the, on the village. Uh, they returned to Marin, where they uh, returned the necklace to Lucas, and they decided to return to Candlekeep to find and research information on setting up a mine so that they could make some make that sweet, sweet platinum. Uh, we had, start out. Uh, Go ahead. They had just arrived at the gates of Candlekeep, and which is where we are now. So, hold on a second. Uh, so, you guys are just getting to Candlekeep. Uh, you recognize one of the avowed that's working the gate as usual. He's like, ah, we haven't seen you, you folk in a while. Um, apologies, but uh, we've had an influx, influx of visitors of late. Uh, uh, ScribeCon is... Uh, is having their annual meeting here, and so we've had, uh, we don't have many, many extra rooms. Joel, your mic's doing something funky. What is it doing? It's just making a bunch of noice. It's, uh, uh, it stopped. Hot, hot, hot miking. Yeah, hot mic. Um, so, um, uh, yes, uh, so we don't have your, your normal rooms available, but there is, uh, room in the firefly, firefly cellar below the House of Rest. Uh, it's it's actually a part of the archives. You'd be able to have access to some books if you're willing to uh, oh, stay there. Sounds, stay. sounds lovely. I'm sorry, I got excited about uh, the books. Yes, well, um, <clears throat> have you picked up any uh, tomes for your passage this time? Um, shit. I don't have a tome. Actually, I, I know for a fact I've looted some books. <laughs> yeah, you've been like looting books for the last like couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I I have the joy of extra dimensional spaces. Mm. I have that one. Um I, I actually do not have any books, so I don't I gave all mine out. Yeah. 
Well, we've been on the road for a while, so I've already read this one. <laughs> ah. Yes, ah. Love Good, mercy. I believe this is a this is a second edition. This should do nicely for the collection. Yes. This will do for your for your passage. Um welcome. Uh you can find the uh Firefly cellar in the House of Rest. Just inquire within. Thank you. Thank you. Um Thank you much. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to say this to turn up to map. Do we do we have to bring a book in every time? I thought like once we were here, we didn't have to do that every time. Maybe we have to get our hand stamped or something. I forgot. Like that. a pen. Yeah, yeah. Just, like a lanyard. It's just the normal entry fee. You just you just. Add, oh, he heard me. Sorry. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> Um, yes. uh, every time you re-enter, but of course you're allowed to stay here. But what if I live here? Like I'm here all the time. Can I get like a wristband or like a, a lanyard? Um, like you would it's have to become candle keep acolyte, and then a picture of myself. You would have to join the avowed, and typically the avowed don't go out on missions. But perhaps oh. there's something for you to look look into in the future. So I would be stuck here. Like, I, I, I love it here. Okay, so bring a book. So if you go out past the gate to take a leak or something, do you have to come back with a notepad full of recipes? Like, no, of course not. That's a little bit absurd, isn't it? <laughs> but you've been gone for about a month. Holy oh shit, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's why our room was occupied. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. It felt a lot like the travel was just and waved through. I just, it went I, so fast. I've mentioned the passage of time a few times. I I don't believe who there's a voice talking about time. I mean, I mean, out of character, it did take four days to go from one town to the other. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps the journey was the friends we made along the way. Perhaps. Enjoy your stay. Uh, so you guys head in to find the Firefly Tavern? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you, you enter the House of Rest, and when you inquire about uh, the location of the Firefly Cellar, you are pointed to a trap door in the floor in, it, over at the end of a hallway. And when you enter... Uh, and descend through the hatch. Uh, give me one second. Venus is in a place called Riften before <laughs> Skyrim. Okay. Uh, this is the one. Just had to be sure. So you're enter. Oh, shoot. Hold on. So you enter down from here. Can you see my cursor? Let me expand it. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. Holy shit. It is the Thieves Guild in Riften. Seen this. There's a guy that's going to challenge us on the square, and we've got to fight him. So when, you just, it when you descend down into the uh, first floor of the Firefly Cellar, you see uh, 
an elderly elf, uh, precariously balanced on top of the ladder of a ladder, while arranging a few uh, flower pots on top of a bookcase. Um, she's very engrossed in her work. Um, before you can even say anything, she says, "Ebder, are you back?" And then uh, you hear from like the floor below you. See, you say, "I never left." Um, and oh, and then she, she, the elf looks down and she seems surprised at your presence. Uh, she said, then she says, indicating the room around her, ah, visitors, I'm Scribe Varnia. Sorry for the state of things. As you see, the restoration project is a work in progress. I'll be with you shortly. Um, and she turns back to like organizing the pots. And then uh, a, a moment later, she says, I'm actually... Would you mind bringing that stack of books down there to downstairs to Ebder? I'll meet you there. Uh, she points to a small pile of books on a stool. Um, thank you um, so much. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, uh, where is he? Just uh, down. Just down the stairs, dear. Uh, you'll see him when you get there. Okay. We're gonna pick the books up. Yep. Um, I want to keep an eye out. Is there anything, like, cracked or broken, like, as I'm walking? Like, cracked or broken? Anything. Just anything that's broken. No. Okay. Uh, and any reason, or just, you're just wondering? Just looking for one. Yes. Uh, do you guys head downstairs? I, I go wherever he is. I'm going directly to where she said that guy is. What's his name? Abner? Ebder. Um, Ebder. Uh, so uh, you guys head down the stairs and you end up in uh, F2 and you see a, see a man seated at the table um, uh, looking down at a book. Um, uh, he's He looks like he's kind of a like he 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 looks like older but you can tell he's not not really like that old he's got um um he's got like traces of uh black in his gray hair and a rather harried expression um his clothes and his fingers are stained with ink um uh, he he looks at you with kind of like an annoyed expression and uh says uh keep your voices down please i i just put my daughter to bed um um, okay, we were told by the lady upstairs to bring you these books. Mm. I oh. don't rem I don't remember her name, but oh. she was very, very uh, insistent. Oh, yes, um, yes, uh, those aren't actually for me. They're for Cthulhu. Um, would you, if it wouldn't be too much trouble, could you bring them to her, please? Uh, where 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 is Katula? Uh, she is down. Um, the she's just down those stairs over there, and if you go down to the end of the hall, uh, she's the and through the door, uh, she's the second door on your right as you go down the hallway. I'm just saying, you guys have an awful lot of faith on strangers just wandering inside. Yes, but well. yeah. We can we can go in and do that. Oh, 
I appreciate it. Well, if we have to go all over the place, I'm going to look at some of these books while we walk. Yeah. So you actually go down. Go, go straight to that room. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's not a lot of danger in this place, right? It, it doesn't feel like... No, it's just like a library that also right. has like some rooms in it, too. Right. So it doesn't. it's not like we're sitting there and there's like people like being choked out by books and shit. So it's like, this right. is... There have no been... There have no been... <laughs> No living books flying at you. Yet. I'm just no. saying, historically speaking, in this town, <laughs> books are not safe. So <laughs> it's not wrong, right? So I'm just saying, it doesn't have the feel of that kind of place. So I'm while Mop's looking around, I will go and to whatever room she said. It's F9, right? Is that the one that she's uh, in? You're going to F13. Okay, okay, then I'm going to go to that door. I'm going to go straight there to take it. All right. To take, um, drop off the stuff. So, but Mop, you're going to look around the the floor you're on right now? Uh, I was I was actually going to look through the books as I was walking. Okay. But, um... uh, well, if you are if you guys were interested, I, I guess I just realized that I uh, did not describe the rooms you were in. Uh, but the, the room you're currently in, as uh, you can smell... The musty smell of old books hanging in the air, and with a heavy granite table occupying the room's center. The table would be a circle, but for six semicircular gaps cut in around its edges, creating spaces for six chairs. Small stacks of books rest on the tables along with a candle holder that contains firefly-filled jars. Um, but everyone else, you guys head down towards the, the other room that was indicated. Yeah. Okay. That's where I'm going, yeah. Uh, so you enter, you go down the stairs, and you enter a long passageway. Um, it's cold. Uh, there's a low barrel vaulted ceiling uh, that crowds an already narrow passage, and then lights from the fire from a firefly lamp, which you can f f are probably figuring out that's why it's called the firefly cellar, uh, hangs on a hook in the wall, is inadequate to illuminate the entire space. So you can see it's a rather long, cramped tunnel. Uh, so, and then when you go, uh, you encounter a suite of rooms, and uh, in the second door on the right is uh, you. You pass through the kitchen, um, where a uh, you see a kenku. Uh, busying herself with with cooking what what you assume is dinner for the for the for any guests. Uh, there's a dirty stillet skillet uh, that stands out among any an otherwise immaculate kitchen, and the smell of bacon in the air, uh, which hints at the skillet's former contents. Um, and the door in the the next door through the place uh, open hangs open a crack. You don't even have to engage with the the the. Kenku that's cooking. Uh, she's really not paying attention to you. Okay. You can just hear her humming to herself. So. Then you guys head towards the room. Is it very clear that this food is for everybody? Like, or do you have to buy it? Or. I mean, you can, you know, 
you haven't really been given the lowdown of how it's how you know rooms and stuff are gonna work. So I, I presume that's like what Varnier was going to tell you when, uh, she, when she gets when she is able to. But I don't know that, so I'm gonna yeah. go up to the Kanku, and I'm gonna be like, um, we were we were looking to inquire about the room. Are you the person that we talked to? No, Varnier. Oh, okay. So, um, okay, right. And she's upstairs. That's the woman that we first talked to. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And, uh, Cthulhu, do you know what room she's in? It's just down this hall, correct? Uh, second door on the right. All right. I'm really trying to get you to, like, have to start repeating, like, what Kanku say, but apparently this was heard a whole bunch of shit. So, never mind. She's a very old... Um, I know. I, know. I was hoping you'd have to, like, start talking in rote poem or some shit. I go to... I go to... Uh, so, uh, you knock on the door and you hear, uh, uh, come in. I will open the door slowly and, uh, um, Miss uh, Cthulhu, uh, is, I, I, I have a list, uh, a group of books from, uh, I think it, it, it's Vanya, right? Oh. Or Abner, oh, yes. I don't remember uh, which one, but they gave us a stack and said they were for you. Oh yes, those are the books I ordered. Thank you. Uh, you see a uh, a cat-like person. Uh, he's like seems very excited that you have uh, brought the books that she had requested. Um, he's like, ah, I haven't I haven't seen you here before. Uh, what what's your name? I'm Dormac. Algiot, but my friends call me Murph. Ah, uh, Murph, very nice to meet you. Oh, we're friends now. That, that was quick. Yes, well, Marvelous. I see no, Marvelous. no reason why we can't be friends. It's late. Um, and who are your... We, she's she's going to, like, peer out in the hallway and uh, who are... Who are your friends? Um, uh, well, this one, his name is Onin, and, and then I'm going to lean over to Map and be like, do you want me to introduce you, or do you want to just hang back and not be talking? I'm going to realize that I'm reading the book that's supposed to be for her and just be like, no, go ahead. Oh, and this one, he liked, he liked one of your books. His name is Map. Ah, well, very oh. nice to meet the both of you. Yes. Um, we're, we were told... Sorry to have to rush things, but we were told there would be a place for us to stay here, and we don't know who to talk to. Ah, yes. Uh, that would be Varnier, but um, I'm sure she she's busy at the moment. Uh, we could... is, that the, is that the older lady that was on the first floor? That would be her, yes. Okay. She seemed very distracted. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't get to... Uh... You don't get to be 685 years old and not get a little distracted sometimes, do you? I wouldn't know. I'm 31. <laughs> I've got a long way to go. Well, I mean, I understand, but uh, she's... You're 681? No, that's Varnier. I'm 30. That's what I'm saying, so you also don't know. 
No, but uh, I just imagine that if you if you reach that age, that you know things, you you, you move on your own time, so to speak. But I'm sure That's, that would make sense. I'm sure she'll come and find you at some point if you if you would like right. to sit and speak with me if you want. I, I mean, thank you, because I would feel very awkward just standing in the hallway hoping well, she would come find in, come me. In. Right. So I come in, um, mm -hmm. and and uh, so t tell us how. Mm, tell us how long you've been here, or recommendations of this place. Oh, I haven't been here very long. I I just got here about six days ago. Um, I received permission to use the library to conduct research on folk on original you? folk magic. Oh. Yes. What kind? What kind of? What folk magic are you looking for? Well, see, I'm a, I, I'm a druid, yet. so uh, I, I, I like to learn about different forms of uh, sh shamanry, uh, shamanic uh, things. You know, all these different druid circles—they tend to be very insular, but there are some that do choose to write down what they, what they discover. And I, I wanted to learn more about different forms of that sort of magic. I was raised, well, my, not in the beginning I wasn't, but in, I was in a castle in the beginning and it was terrible. But uh, then after I was thrown out, I was raised in the, in a grove, the Midnight Grove. Have you ever heard of it? You don't say. I have not heard of I, the Midnight Grove, but I do love groves. I like trees, it don't was, you? It was, it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, it, my, my not-mother, is a cleric of the Moonweaver, and... He has a rather extensive garden. Um, we have, I believe it's a, a moonstone that grows moonflowers, which is, they're fantastic. Oh, um, that sounds lovely. I'll have to and, visit it someday. Yes, she's a wonderful, strange old lady now who does rituals in the nude, which was a new, which was a new thing for me. Uh, I feel like this power above me just made it happen <laughs> but you're the one was... you, you were like you had acted like it wasn't a, it was like not it was like ah yes this makes sense yeah you added you added the part with her she does she's just like and now for the ritual and she's new and i'm like well i guess this is what we're doing ah, yes. so... i did read how certain um moon cults like to uh believe it enhances the flow of magic if you practice it without any restrictive bonds of things such as clothing. I've, I've encountered some druidic circles that, that do perform their... But she's their a cleric. Yes, but, you know, elves... Weird. Yes, I was raised in, in a grove as well. Were you? Uh, I haven't... I've been kind of a wanderer. I haven't really found my circle. That's why I was wanting to... I've always been had a connection with nature, but I haven't found what my circle should be, what my, my path that I need to follow as a druid. And that's what brought me here. You have... So you, you study magic. Do you have magic? Of course, and she's uh, she's going to like lift her hand up, and uh, she's going to cast uh, druid craft, and like uh, there's 
Like, you see there's a seed in her hand, and, like, it immediately, like, sprouts into a flower. As she, like, concentrates on it. That's cool. It's marvelous. Um, I am... I study the circle of life as well. Um, more in the transition. I am gonna pull out, as I'm talking, I'm gonna say... Does she... Is, I'm gonna pull out, um, the bone... That, the little piece of bone with the bone cap mushrooms yeah. on there, and I put and I and I'll say this is this type of thing is fascinating to me. It's a mushroom that dissolves the bones into powder. It's very poisonous, so don't eat it. But she's um, inspect it. Unfortunately, I haven't. Uh, you you may have this to research if you'd like. I have I have more mushroom. Oh well, thank you very much. I haven't okay. done much research into uh, sporecraft, but. Uh, oh, I'm it's sure just I might the, find something here. I, I looked at it and thought it was the most perfect representation of the cycle of life. This bone is from something that has died, and the mushroom is living. And it's, to me, it's marvelous. Yeah. Uh, I think. Well, thank you very much. You're a good friend, Murph. Yes, well, we just met, so let's not get presumptuous. But uh, it's, I, I enjoy your company and our talking. There, there is a... Some of my partners are very, very interesting. This is Onan, and uh, as, as Onan, I'll return to him again. I'm like, he's also a healer. And I just learned there's a kobold. I thought he was a dwarf. Ah, are you? He had the misfortune of stumbling into the grove while everyone was nude. <laughs> it was horrifying. I'm actually still waiting for him to it was turn not back. pleasant. Yes, well, uh, and so you guys continue, like, sort of, like, doing small talk in a little bit for um, about an hour. Um, and then, yeah, so, and then all of a sudden you, you hear a knock on the door and uh, Varnier, Varnier enters and she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so fraternizing. You're all out on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's like, Cthulhu, thank you for entertaining our guests. Um is it Varnier or Varnia? Or Vanya? Varnier. Varner, Varnier, it's fine. Um, okay. Varner. She says, I'm, I'm so sorry. I I just had to get that work done. Uh, I apologize for... Uh, I appreciate your patience in waiting for me. Uh, we can talk more in the morning if you would like. Uh, and then she points out... Uh, she's like, this room next door, as well as the one across the hall in F... Is uh, so F eight and F twelve will be your guys's rooms. Um, you are um, more than welcome to stay the night. I I was told about your uh, arrival and that you'd be staying with us for for a while until the what? scribe con is over. But and then uh, if you would please, uh, and she's going to uh, like step aside and the kenku you saw earlier uh, has a tray of food for all of you. Fantastic. Uh, just before, uh, how long is ScribeCon for? And how much is it to stay? I like to get the details out. I don't want to be caught, you know, unawares with a bill I can't pay. Well, you are you are guests of Candlekeep. Uh, you already paid your admission fee, so there's no concern with, with room and board. Free ticks. Hey. I am. I, mean, I am very grateful. Been, been inconvenienced by having to stay in 
so deep underground with us, but that's fine. Um, I don't, I don't mind underground. It's quiet. So, like, uh, as she's talking, uh, the Kenku, uh, the the old Kenku, sort of like, like wobbles in. The tray's like shaking a little bit, and she like puts it down on the table in the room. She's like, "Your dinner." It's, 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 thank you. I'm gonna pull one gold coin out and put it on the tray. Uh, thank you. She's gonna like look at it. She's like, she's like, thank you, <laughs> and like s stow it away in her robes. Uh, it's a very I thought Kankus could only repeat what they've heard. She's. Because well, after she leaves, yeah. like she's she's surprisingly versatile in her wording. Well, she has uh, been with us a long time. She's uh, very observant with uh, speaking w when the rest of us are speaking. So she has little trouble that's, with uh, that's fascinating vocabulary. Um. So. Now, ScribeCon is for how long, you said? I don't, I don't remember. I get flighty at times. Oh, Did you already on. answer that? I believe I said it. It will be going on for uh, a few more days, actually. Is, would there be any benefits to us attending ScribeCon? Like, are there any speakers of note or, I don't know, people that dress up like things that they're not, but they like to pretend to be? Um, well, if you if you are interested in uh, various s types of stationery as well as uh, exotic inks, you might be interested. But uh, like tattoos? No, like, like more like, like calligraphy. Like calligraphy. <laughs> ah, calligraphy. Temporary tattoos, maybe. <laughs> are there? So, um. I would like to see a speaker. Between, between you and me, it's a bunch of stuffy old codgers that just like to uh, talk about how great, better their illuminations are than each other's, but... Oh, oh, so... Oh, so it's not like a, like a... Like the Akan where, like, people get together to talk about things they enjoy. It's more like... Like an academic thing. Yes. That sounds like something I definitely want to go to. So, um, I would like a list of the presenters if possible. I'm sure, I believe they've already wrapped up with events for the day, but I'm sure we could get you uh, in for the events tomorrow. Right. Okay. Well, um, now if, if you'll excuse me, it's been an exhausting day and I really do need to retire. But of course, yes, absolutely. Um, is there anything that you need of us? Any assistance we may give? Also, what time is it since it's dark and we have no idea? Oh, it is uh, just for How so you're aware. It's probably like, like it's like dinner time. Like, but it's like a late dinner. So, like by the time you guys finish up with dinner, it's gonna be like, like ten o'clock. You'd like have a reasonable. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not like two in the morning or something. It's like one in the afternoon. It's like 
like midwest nighttime where it's like four o'clock. I'm like, I should go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, you guys have your dinner. Uh, you're able to look around, like, uh, you could look around the library, talk to anyone else. Um, seems like Catula is about, you know, ready to, uh, either delve back into her studies or, uh, go to bed, just whatever. So, um, if you excuse me, it's been a pleasure speaking with you, but I really must, um, Prepare my rituals for the day and get to get to rest. Prepare your rituals? Are you a cleric too? You've been talking to her for an hour. You know she's a druid. No, no. I thought you said the, the Vanya lady. I, the, the, I thought she was the... No, I Varnia thought, was leaving. Oh! Can I take that back? I'm sorry. I thought you were saying Varnia is like, I have to leave her prepare my stuff to go. Okay, my yeah. bad. My bad. Yep. Um, yes, I, I also should go and prepare myself for the next day. Mm -hmm. Is um, anyone else wanting to look around the library? or I'll poke around just to, just to look at the titles. Okay. Uh, I so actually you... want to go above the library. Okay. What would you like to do? Uh, I'd like to inquire around Candlekeep as to where I can get a new staff made. Ah, yes. Um, so, uh, so you end up going to... Hold on, I need to look up. I don't know the price of a new staff off the top of my head, but uh, yes, if you... Uh, you do know from previous visits that there is an like adventure outfitters and clothiers shop in the court of air. Um, and you go there and you're able to find, uh, that they actually do have a quarter staff on hand. They do have monk, uh, or, you know, they do have monk guests, uh, occasionally. So they're not, it's a pretty common weapon to have around. So, uh, let me look up some of the PHP. Uh, you see, uh, like a sort of black, like a shopkeeper. He's like, ah, uh, yes. Um, ooh, encountered a slime, did you? When you show him your staff. <laughs> oh, yes. This one comes with a story. Oh, did it? It's interesting. Well, we do have on hand a... I do have... A staff that should fit your size, and if I could find it in the PHP. <laughs> uh, it'll just be uh, two silver. I could replace that for you in a jiffy. I understand it's a bit damaged. How about... One silver and a story that comes with it. Hmm. Well, that's fine with me, I guess, since uh, I've got plenty of these scribe con rooms in town. I, you know, doesn't help to hurt the business. It's It's not exactly slow season, so...
What's your story, chap? And I'll start to like weave him this epic tale of uh, how when we went to go investigate what we believed was a haunted mine in a ghost town, uh, we encountered these creatures who spirited away our friend and how we had to fight so desperately to, you know, uh, extricate him from a situation. And that's how they led us into this, you know, trap where they had contained a slime. And I will tell them all about the epic fight and how, you know, uh, I, I punched it, even though, you know, uh, it burned and whatnot. I'm, I'm going to, like, just weave him this whole epic thing. Well, I'd say that's about worth one silver, so thank you for your tale. Maybe write that down. The scr- the uh, the avowed might be interested in that tale about those crab things. I'll thank him. Take the new quarter staff. Hand him the old quarter staff, mm-hmm. and uh, I will actually head back to my friends. Okay. Uh, Brendan, I believe you said you wanted to explore the library, right? Yes, I'm going to peruse the titles. Okay. Um, so you return to the the uh, floor where you met Abder. Um, and Onan, what were you going to do? Were you going to re- go to bed or? Um. Yeah, probably just go to bed. Okay. He's not a big reader. Um, actually you said uh, the whole place was like lit up with fireflies yeah so or... there's like all over the place there's like jars of like fireflies that's like how the like the main source of illumination in this entire like complex is okay he's probably just going to like walk around and like look at all the firefly like I'm assuming jars right yeah, so uh, as you do that, you actually find in, as you're sort of wandering around, you find in the main floor in, in this back room, you f- you end up finding uh, the firefly room. Uh, it's, it's a wash in the glow of thousands of fireflies. These luminous insects, insects flit around inside more than a dozen terrariums that fill shelves along the walls and a steady plinking noise results from them bouncing off the glass it's amazing there's shallow wooden boxes packed on the lowest shelves he's just gonna uh, sit there and be amazed by that for a little bit do you do anything <laughs> in there or look around um i mean yeah he's in the room he's definitely looking around okay uh, can i get a perception check perception Oh, sweet. Um, that is a total of 21. Okay. Uh, Perception check ever. You notice, like, uh, scratched into one of the floorboards, 
uh, some writing on the floor of this room. And it says, finish the rhyme. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to assume it's in common. Yes. Okay. Like hastily scratched or like, and like new, old? No, it's just like very manic looking. Like it's very like frenzied. Not like hastily, but like it's old writing. It's old. Okay. Yeah. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. Like all caps. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, mm-hmm. exclamation mark. Mm-hmm. Not about that. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, Brendan, uh, like I said, you you find sort of a, you have these like circular shelves, um, with some small books resting around. Uh, are you looking for anything in particular or? Um, are, are the, are the rows of books, do they have anything close to a Dewey decimal system? Are they like separated by subject at the ends or? Well, you do. You did. We're able to pick up from earlier that there's a sort of like they're in the middle of sort of restructuring this room. It's like sort of a this set of rooms. It's sort of like recently reopened, um, and it sounds like Varnier recently took over this area, this this sort of project recently, and has started you know sort of like reorganizing and restructuring to sort of. Like, make it so that it's organized. In that case, I'm going to try to look for titles where I visually can tell that they're, like, old editions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you find some older books. There's nothing really, like, so far that you're able to find that's, like, of super interest. Uh, and as you make your way, are you ex- exploring both sh- floors of this library? I figured I'd figured I'd work my way up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, as you go up to the the main the first floor, uh, you find uh, there's a circular room contains carved curved dark wood bookcases, packed with books of assorted si- shapes, sizes, and ages. There's flowers and, and ceramic pots which line the tops of the shelves, giving the area a sweet uh, fragrance. Um, there's alcoves at regular intervals around the perimeter. Um, four of them contained polished bronze statues of Scott, uh, like glasses, like bespectacled scholars. And then there's three that hold overstuffed chairs. In the center of the room, there's a brass railing that surrounds an overlook that gives a, a view of the lower levels of the stacks. So it's basically like looking down into the lower floor. Oh, nice. very aesthetic yeah um hanging above the from the ceiling above the opening is a huge stone sculpture of an open book that looks as though the cover is flapping to keep it aloft uh there's a spiral staircase that leads down as well as up to the trapdoor exit side on the ceiling the occasional errant firefly like flips about yeah so they're not just in jars these fireflies are like sort of like Flitting about all, all around the library. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 
this area this floor is more tidy than the one below you can tell this is probably where they started with the reorg well as much as i'd like to get uh catch up on my reading i should probably catch up with the rest of the party yeah you do notice uh just quick there's like a rope and pulley mechanism with a frayed basket on one side of the railing that serves as probably like a book lift right um and then uh, there's the uh piece of stonework is about 12 feet across and weighs a lot um it says be curious uh on words etched on, on the front of it I'm sorry, does it have like maybe like a cat on the front of it that's got like, you know, is it like one of those inspirational posters? No, it just says be curious. <laughs> is this good for the company? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> what is it exactly that you do here? Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you investigate anything else in this uh, with the statue or anything else that you saw? Can I investigate the inscription? It just it's it's like this was actually like probably meant to be there and like what Onion found earlier. Mm-hmm. It was like just sort of like a little like you know like reading rainbow inscription, you know. Butterflies in the sky. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> okay. Um a small voice in my head that says to, to ride the basket down, but I'll think better of it. Uh you do look at the basket, and you can think it the most it could hold is probably like 50 pounds. Yeah, yeah, I will think better of it. Uh, but when um, you do look at it, you notice there is something in the lift. Oh, ho, ho. Uh, you look at it, and there's two children's dolls. Uh, uh, one has a scythe with a handle made from a round paintbrush and a blade cut from paper. And the other doll is missing its feet. Oh. Well, I'll, I, you know what I'll do? I'll I'll take them for now, and I can probably hand them to somebody when we leave. Be like, hey, these were left here. Yeah. Is that all you're gonna do for tonight? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll meet up with everyone else. Okay. Does ever anyone else do anything tonight? Before I go to bed. Uh, the the rooms are dark, right? Darkish. Uh, there's like an, another like, firefly jar in in your room. Uh, yeah, they don't do a whole lot, right? Which which room do you go to? Um, I twelve. I'll go to F nine. Okay. I think I said sorry. F eight, not F nine. Okay. Uh, there's two bit beds positioned on opposite walls, which flank a wash basin in an otherwise bare room. Both beds are made, but the blanket on one of them is a bit rumpled. I'll take the one with the rumpled blanket. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Um, and uh, before I go to bed, I want to pull out a, uh, a, a torch of mine. It's, uh, the rooms are dim, right? No, there's and like I'm, one of those firefly jars. Yeah, but are they? Are you, I thought you said before they didn't give a whole lot of light. That was in that hallway. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. I was gonna 
Okay. I'm just going to go to bed. I'm going to get in there. Okay. All right. Is anyone else doing anything tonight? Uh, I come into uh, F8 with uh, Murph and I, I, I just have got a book in my hands that I'm like reading to kind of like mm -hmm. fall asleep with sort of thing. So, yeah. What was uh, the other room? F12. F12. I guess I go to F12. Yeah. Uh, and before bed, I am going to uh, cast Find Steed to summon a Mastiff. Uh, Oh shit! My wolf. With, where's my wolf? I don't know. Where's your wolf? Can I? Where's he let inside? I keep forgetting about this that. thing. Uh. Am I my brother's wolf keeper? Uh. Can we just roll to see if they'll let him in the bit? If they even let him in candle keep? Yeah, give me just like a straight luck check. <laughs> this is obviously un one. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> um. I do not have a wolf anymore. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, no. They let him in, and then they made him in dinner. Yes. Just wolf steak for everybody. Mm, wolf steak. They're like, the, the amount that you met at the entrance was like... Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a wolf. Um, but I don't working, think you're I was, working, I was working to train this wolf, and, and then I reach out to pet him, and the dog bites me, and I was like, never... <laughs> Never yeah, you go to like pet it and it like bites your hand. You're like, see, he's so it's playful. A <laughs> it's a work in progress. Uh, all right, so after he bites you, I'll unleash him and let him go. The dog like looks at you like, sort of like the dog like looks like if he had like hands to like if he could like reach his neck with his paws, he looks like he'd like rub his neck. He's like. He like looks at you for a second and just like books it out into the forest. Yeah. <laughs> he could so know where where it was. Yeah. <laughs> he could flip you off, he would. Yeah. Everyone starts it's... screaming because you just let a wolf out and they're like other people and whatnot. Like No, it was outside. You heard, like, outside. We had to we had to go back so sitting out there. You hear like yeah. joyful like yips fade off into the distance. And then uh, oh god, a wolf! <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then you hear the guards next morning so a weird lone wolf killed a family of three can you believe it <laughs> so weird <laughs> yeah so you guys go to sleep for the night oh, oh I did forgot to describe the room that uh, Onan and Mop are in so in this in this room there's a beautiful painting of Candlekeep on the so you guys are in F12 and then there's a beautiful painting of Candlekeep on the south, south wall that looms over the five beds that crowd this room. There's a narrow shelf tucked in on the northeast corner that holds jars of fruit preserves and pickled of uh, vegetables. So. It's pretty, pretty unremarkable except for that. I'd help myself to some pickles. Same. Even though you had a very nice dinner that you're probably cutting into their... I wake up in horror and be like, some of our partners have just done something disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> They're eating pickles. Uh, so we both leave them forever. So, uh, yeah, I, I leave and I go into their room where I eat pickles with them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I go out adventuring on my pickle own. Pickle sense tingled. <laughs> 
So you guys wake up the next morning. Um, after your first night, you gather around a table in the center of the main floor. Uh, that seems where, like, breakfast is being served. Um, and it's quiet. Until you notice that each of you is, like, sort of humming a melody under your breath. Um, it's the same, like, the same tune that's been stuck in your head since you woke up. And then you realize that you're also humming along. So you're like, mm-hmm. we're like from the window to the wall. Hot drinks really uh. get you going. We're just like, if your dad doesn't have a Warms beard, you when you feel you so you notice that like, uh, you don't think that you've actually heard this tune before. Um. And but you all like hum it perfectly, and you're all singing in like the same key, or like humming it in the same key. And that's weird because Mop couldn't sing to save his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Murph is also tone deaf. Singing, you also notice that. Well, tone like he, um, he wouldn't get, he wouldn't get tone at all. Ebder's sitting there, like also at the table, and he's like reading the same book he was reading yesterday. And you can tell that like it's bothering you. And he's like, can you please be quiet? We are in the library, after all. Um, so, have we noticed he's reading the same book? That doesn't really matter, but... Oh, well, uh, I was going to start asking. Are you guys going to try and stop humming? Um, once I notice, yes, I would like to try to... Can I get a concentration check? Oh, no. <laughs> Both in real... you Constitution or concentration? Concentration. What's that? What's my modifier for that one? Uh, I believe that is will or wisdom. You mean wisdom? Oh, 21. Yeah. Uh... Oh, no, it's constitution. Sorry. Oh. Oh, Still, 21. Five. (laughs) (laughs) 22. Same thing. Yeah. Nice. I will also try to stop. Constitution, like like anybody who's played this game more than once is like, dude, make sure that's the second highest stat you've got. Yep. Ooh. 15. 17. Okay. Uh, 18. So you guys are able to stop humming it. Um, is that better? Sorry, but not without like you have to like basically like trot like mm. it's hard, but you're able to stop trying. And then after a few minutes of like quiet, Ebder starts sing or starts humming it as well, and he's unaware. What what is that song you're you're humming? Uh, like, um, what? And then all of a sudden you notice that the hatch in the ceiling from like the first floor slams shut. Uh, and then you hear like several locks engaging and then, uh, you see, is that the one that hatch to get out? Yes. Of the, of this cellar. Yes. That's not normal. Is it? That's not a good thing. Um, was it audible? Like we all heard that. Like it's not, 
Yeah, you you heard okay. it, like slam shut and a bunch of locks like getting like turned, and then you see uh, um, Var- Varnier coming down the staircase, and she you can see you hear her humming the same tune as well, and then what? She's, with like visible effort, uh, she's like. When I first arrived at Candlekeep, the avowed were concerned about a singing madness. A book merchant had been afflicted with it and was put in isolation after several avowed began singing the song as well. What song? She's like, uh... Oh, okay. She's like, the one that all of us have been humming. It's like, I don't know what happened to him or the others... That was 600 years ago. Uh, She sort of like gathers her composure and says, I've alerted the avowed and sealed the exit to stop whatever this is from spreading. The last time this happened was 600 years ago? Yes. Did Did it happen here? Like in this cellar? It happened here in Candlekeep. I don't know whether if there was this cellar or, or a different part of the of the library. You'd locked us in here, but you're not 100% certain it's contained. Is that what I'm understanding? I'm certain it's been contained to this room. Or this, the Firefly Cellar. What are the symptoms? The humming. None of, us are, none of us are humming anymore. Well, yeah, uh, but as you say that, uh, you realize that. Uh, give me another concentration check. I was gonna. One one again. Does, does it lead to like nose bleeding and hemorrhaging? Or... Yeah. Wh- so I continue not humming. You continue not humming, but you really oh, like it's playing in your head. Like you like really want to hum it, but you're able to like keep it from happening. Brought you you know you realize that 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 uh, Gideon had started humming it a couple minutes ago. He's fucking bellowing it out now. He's humming annoyingly loud now. Like Gideon's over in the corner. What does the fox say? He's in the back. Ding 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 ding. Like a wrecking ball. Yep, this will lead to eventual death. Yep. So like. We don't know what happened. All we know is that those who were that it was a concern for Candlekeep as the infection spread. You don't have any idea of what causes it or anything. Just it just shows up, and then I'm no spellcaster. I'm just a scribe. But I would like to start the ritual for detect magic. But perhaps you can find the answer in all of this. I I, I have an idea, I think. Um, as I said, detect magic, I would like to... Okay. Well, I, I rolled a five. Oh, yeah, you're humming it, too. Yeah, okay. You guys are in the background just jamming out. <laughs> We're no strangers to love. You know the rules. <laughs> you know what song... I was humming. It is none of these random ones that you're singing, Brian. I like the What Does the Fox Say. I think that's way cooler that they're like, they're sitting there in the background just being like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. 
However, Rick Astley would canonically be like, goes, 600 years old. Imagine being Rick rolled. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. They were going to give you uh, the ancient ritual of the Rick roll. Yeah. It's like uh, it fills us with sadness and frustration. Oh, yeah. So detect magic. Eventual madness. Um, uh, you don't notice anything like offhand like right well now. i'm gonna move around because it's only a 30 okay. foot radius so i'm gonna walk around um i got 10 minutes so i'm gonna like kind okay. of like walk the floors to find anything that is like got any kind of magic in it ah uh, you should specifically look in the one room i saw some really old scratches on the ground which Where? were creepy as hell can you show me yeah. Oh, I'm gonna, awesome. I'm take him. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, as we're walking, I'm going to grab a book. Just any random book. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, and then if I can, as, as I'm walking, I would like to create... I'd like to cast Continual Flame on the inside of it. Okay. So it's got a fire burning on it. But it doesn't produce any heat, just light, and use that as a torch. Because I can, I can close it, but I can't smother it or put it out until I dispel it. So I have a torch that's in a book. That's not. Can I do that in the book? Cool. Oh, it says it has no heat. It doesn't create heat or use oxygen. Continual flame can be covered, can be covered or hidden, but not smothered or quenched. Okay. So uh, and it is until it's dispelled. It's just a, basically I'm turning a book into a torch. Okay. So um, and I'll follow him to that room with my book torch. All right, Mop and Kinian, what are you guys doing? What am I allowed to do exactly? Uh, you can talk to the residents. You can like continue to explore. Okay, uh, so I don't actually have to keep singing stuff and whatnot. Well, you you can keep. No, you don't. I mean, you can give me another concentration check to like try and stop singing. It's not preventing you from doing anything else. It's just like almost like you've got. Like, it's like the worst earworm you've ever had in your entire life. That's when okay, changed so it, by the scorpions. So then you're, I'm not compelled to, like, continuously, like, speak through song or something like that. The, as no, far it's, as like, it's like you're humming going, it. It's like, like, it's like you're humming it under your breath. Like, you're like, mm -hmm, or whistling or whatever. It's not like, it's not like, like that's the only thing you can do. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, what are the extents of the madness? No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like... It's like, like without conscious effort, you cannot stop humming this melody. Okay. Has anything changed with the two dolls that I took from the basket? Hmm. No. Uh, so, uh, we'll just go to Murph and Onion for now. Uh, so you guys go to the, um, uh, you guys go to the Firefly room, which, uh, can I get investigation checks? Uh, yes, you can. I can't guarantee they'll be good. 20! Dirty 20, 20, but a 20. Yeah. Yep. It's gonna be better than this. Yeah, that's better than that. That's a five. 
okay, you see a loose stone in the floor, floor beneath I'm... the lowest uh, Murph, you catch you see the words that uh, Onion was talking about okay. you see a loose stone on the floor beneath the lowest shelf on the east wall what, what do the words say? The words say, finish the rhyme. Finish like, the rhyme. Like, all caps, like, manic script. Like, someone was like, you know. Okay, and then uh, I would like to try to move the stuff. I've got to tell Onan, um, there, there seems to be a loose stone. I'm going to move it. No, I or is it just like a rock sitting there? Like, I want to clarify, is it like a stone, like a flank, like a stone in the floor, or like a... So it's like, like under a, a shelf. Piece. It's so not it's, just like a rock sitting there. It's like a. So it's like un under a, like the lowest shelf. You like spot like, huh, and you pull it aside, and it uh, you see a sort of five foot deep, five foot wide, uh, nook behind the wall. Um, you want me to go in there? I'm smaller. And you see. Bones. Oh no. Never mind. And there with the bones. Yeah. Okay. Um. You see what looks to be at least the skeletons of two humanoids. Um. Can I examine them? Sure. Uh, see if there's anything like I like. I want to like I'm. I'm not squeamish about bones, so yeah. I'm gonna are they like in a raid skeletons or like piled bones? Like it was like two skeletons, like pe two people were like laid to rest here. Okay, okay. All right, yeah, I want to see if I can get anything from what they are. You know, mm -hmm. with that, what is that investigation or? Uh, no, you don't really need one. You already rolled a d a twenty for investigate, so. You okay, look at gonna... it. You're used to like sort of like working with dead bodies and stuff a little bit. Like you've had some like anatomy lessons or whatever, so you're not free. Right. Uh, you do find like yes, there's two humanoid bodies here, but uh, you notice that one of the skulls has a hole in the back of it, like they were like struck from behind. Can I examine that one closer to see if that I can determine what was what made the hole, or we're like straight up. Detective work you just right know now. That, like that's probably cause of death. <laughs> I, I, I think he was scared when somebody put a hole in his head. <laughs> yeah, like you can tell someone probably like, you know, bashed the back of his head. In. Um, mm -hmm. But that's it. Uh, so we're gonna go back to. Oh, give me concentration checks again. Oh shit! Uh, eight. You realize that you are humming again. Oh, as I'm as I'm looking for this, I'm like you realize I, that you're both humming again. I have to I have to really just get down. In with fact, the song. O Onion's basically like whistling it. He's like uh, nine DM. Um, Eight. Damn it! Ouch. Uh, Gideon and Mur uh, Mop, what are you going to do while uh, Murph and Onion are doing their thing? I'm going to search for books on nursery rhymes. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to talk to anybody or... 
Yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll try to ask any nearby librarians, like, if they can point me in the right direction. Uh, you see Abder, um, uh, and he's like, uh, he says, uh, well, nothing's been other than this damned sound, and he, you know, holds the humming back and He's, uh, this damn song. Um, I've just been working in the scriptorium. Uh, nothing has been out of the ordinary unless you count Crinkle. Um, she just keeps going back and forth between her room and her, and her supply closet. Who, who's Crinkle? The Kenku. She cooked us, oh. cooked us breakfast and dinner. Oh, okay. Okay, all right. Yeah. The way you the way you said it, I was like Kringle. He just you can tell he just like doesn't really hold her in like. Got it. Okay. You know. Thought maybe there was a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Have we have any of us been in Kringle's room? No. Maybe, maybe I'll maybe I'll ask Kringle where I can find a book on nursery rhymes. Okay, um, you can find her in the kitchen. Okay. Looks like she's cleaning up after making breakfast, and she's just, like, whistling the melody. I'll go with you. Yeah, that's a, that's a real banger. Anyways, uh... Sorry, um, my... I, I lost all sound for, like, a minute. What happened with the Kenku? So, Nothing uh, with the Kenku. So... Well, I, I just... I lost just, right uh, after... Right Edgar after just said that she's kind of been like shuffling around. Uh, okay. Um, she's been shuffling around the room to and from the supply closet. Just let me give me a second. That that's it. I just wanted to make sure if I missed anything pertinent when I couldn't hear anybody. No. And I have one question. I because I just checked my third level spells and I have it prepared. Uh, I have speak with dead. Can I do that on one of the on the? What's on the, the wording uh, of the spell? I will read exactly what it says. I've just got third level spells. So I'm pretty excited. You grant semblance of life and intelligence to a corpse of your choice within range, allowing it to answer the questions you pose. Corpse must still have a mouth and must be undead. The spell fails. The corpse was the target of the spell within the last 10 days. Until the spell ends, you can ask the corpse up to five questions. It only knows what it knew in life, including the languages it knew. The answers are usually brief, cryptic, or repetitive. If the, and the corpse is under no compulsion to offer a truthful answer if you are hostile to it or recognizes you as an enemy. The spell doesn't return the creature's soul to its body, only its animating spirit. Thus, the corpse can't learn new information, doesn't comprehend anything new that has happened since it has died, and it can't speculate about future events. Hmm. Okay. Sure. Okay, well, then... Is it okay? If you is it okay? You kind of like broke up there. What was that? 
right, you have no audio. No. Nope. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Can you hear me now? Yes. Perfect. Good. Um, I'm okay with waiting until they finish theirs, their thing. I just okay. wanted to ask. I was trying to ask before, but it went mute. Yeah, you hear... Uh, Alright, so you guys go and talk to... Uh, Crinkle? Yes. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you talk to... You go and talk to Crinkle, and she's, like, cleaning up from breakfast, and uh, she's whistling the melody to herself. Mm, what? Hi, Kringle. Uh, would you have any idea what that song is, or if there's a book on children's rhymes or something in here, we could, you know, research about it. Mm. Book? No. Do you know where that song came from? Mm. No. Damn. <laughs> um, go away, crinkle whack. Well then, I'm gonna shrug. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, as you guys. Uh are sort of exploring and around all of a sudden you hear like a shrill sound that tears through the entire building the um overpowering any other noise uh it's just like a scream and you can it sounds like Ebder. uh do we hear that in our back room too Yes. Immediately bolt yep. to there. Or try to. I rush forward without thinking twice. Okay. Uh, yes, exactly. I'm dog back, too. Follow behind. Uh, as you... As you guys um, enter into the main room at uh, F2, you see Ebder sitting at the center table and he's like, he's, his eye, he, like he's, his eyes are bulged out in terror. Um, he's still humming the, the melody, but he's like, can't move. Like he's paralyzed. Um, does anybody do anything? Escalation of symptoms. Um, is he? He's just paralyzed. He doesn't seem to be like doing anything. He's singing. He's singing. He's basically like, he's like singing the melody at the top of his lungs. Basically, that was the sound that you guys heard. 
Don't worry about this. I was paralyzed once before, too. There's no need to be scared. I'm going to say this directly to him as he's singing. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, go ahead. So, so um, you guys well, notice the, uh, you notice that... Is he actually paralyzed? He basically like looks. He's basically like looks like he's like I don't know what's going on, sort of thing. He's like his eyes are like looking around, and he's like, like the only thing noise that is being uh, only thing you're noticing is like he's like basically humming, singing the song at the top of his lungs, but like no words. Mm. Joel, we lost you again. This lungs, no words. Can we, can we try to hum or sing? I don't know what's happening. Any other melody? Give me a concentration check. Fourteen. Uh, you're able to stop singing the the melody, which you realized that you had been humming along with Ebder. Uh. And he's terrified, and a little girl like runs into the room, and she's terrified by his behavior, and you can assume that it's his daughter that he spoke of. Um, and this goes on for a couple more minutes, um, and it sort of like fades out as Ebder seems to like regain his sort of faculties, and sort of like slumps back against his chair against the chair. Um. So wait a second. Am I to assume that like when the girl came running in? No. Like this like, this is like she comes in, she's freaking out. Uh this goes on for a few more minutes, and then like uh Crinkle comes in and like ushers the girl away, like trying to con console her even though she's freaking out. And then it goes on for a couple more minutes and then not not like not like the girl walks in and the noise stops. Sorry if that wasn't clear. Those events are not connected. Damn. And, uh, <laughs> for a second there, I thought like, no. all right, everyone, I understand what's going on now. Kill the girl. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say like, everyone, no. I know how to stop this. Yeah. We must use love. Hug. Everyone, group yeah. hug. So one thing that you notice. That got me kidnapped that... last time. Yeah. <laughs> uh... You you notice that now that like uh, Ebder's episode has ended, that all of a sudden the library, which was already kind of cold because you guys it's like underground, it's even colder. Like you guys can like see your breath. Hmm. Can I ask can I ask his daughter if she if she misplaced her toys? Uh, you can. Let me look something up. Hey, little girl. Is this uh, your doll? Uh. Oh, I wonder I where those went. On. Oh, you're back. Yeah, but I have to use a different yeah. mic. Uh. Yeah, those... 
Those quest. are mine. Well, here are your dolls. Oh, thank you. I wondered where they went. Is she actively humming? Yes. Damn. In fact... Actually, no. What are you guys going to do now? You know what? It, it sounds kind of sounds like a... I just have the idea that it's a children's rhyme. Can I ask her, like, if, if she's heard of it? No, I, I, I just started humming it the other day. I, I heard... I don't know where I heard it. Odin. Yes. You mentioned writing. Concentration checks, by the way. Four. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Three. Joel, concentration. 21. Oh. Uh, Joel, you suddenly yeah. notice that everyone but you is humming the melody. Okay. And uh, all of a sudden, the lamps, the firefly lamps that are like all over the place, they start flickering at like irregular it's, intervals. It's like. Yes. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and the Wait. and then at the end of the at the end of a verse, like they chirp shut off for like several like seconds. They're moving in the rhythm? So they're flickering on tempo. Yes. Okay. We're gonna be the can best I, band ever, guys. Can I Can you what, Joel? Uh we lost you again. We lost you again. Also, I don't know if this is related, but occasionally your camera will kind of flicker with a little yeah, bit of like. I think it might be Quinn's computer. Laptop. It, yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. My laptop's dead, so I have to use this one, and my microphone wouldn't work with Missy's because Mac hates like, what I'm using. Yeah. yeah. So I've got my old webcam on Quinn's computer. So, mm -hmm. But it should be shipped back next week, so I'm really excited. Excellent. I'm sick of this other thing. All right. Um, anyways, back to, can I investigate, like, I want to watch them and see if I can pick up, like, a pattern, like, is it stronger in one area or less, like, to give me a direction in which to go from the fireflies? Like, did it get, because I think, is it getting stronger next to the firefly room, or? You hear it... words with the melody that seem to be coming from the firefly room. I go to the firefly room. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say... I um I'm I'm gonna go look in the room where where the fireflies were. Uh I'm gonna the firefly room. That's the that room to. with those words, Gideon. Yeah. Uh, so you and the bodies and the skeletons. Yeah. Which I never did cast. Uh, because well, there was a scream. Speak with Dad. I never did cast that. As you go to that room with the fireflies, you hear a song coming from the empty from the tomb. Uh, it continues to tug at your minds, uh, wanting you to intone the, the notes. Um, and you're, you're, you're starting to get words, and you're certain you've never heard them before. And as you look in that alcove behind the firefly room, you see that skull, that skull with the hole in its head. You see it, the jaws moving. 
and, no. it's, and it's singing. And it's singing okay, this so. song. Hold on. Um. Oh, shit. And you, and you hear, See her mother scything wheat, Forgotten husband sleeping near. With one swing she took his feet, With another took his ear. Does the shadow have a name? Shamshine, Shamshine. Causes grief, avoids the blame. Shamshine, Shamshine. And then it continues on. Unless you guys what? want me to finish the song. Uh, no, it's that good. was very, very soothing. Continue. <laughs> God damn you, Joel. <laughs> See a dog that knows how to heal, never heeds. All right. <laughs> Joel's like, no, stop it. No, I don't no, want it. There's a lot of words. Yeah. Um. Are these? They're not undead. This is an enchantment, right? Like yeah. seeing that yeah. the. It's not okay. like some undead thing. That rhyme? Can I get concentration checks? Natural 20. 30, 20. 13. Oh. I have 23. 12. Alright. Uh, you guys all... Everyone except Onan, you guys stop singing. But Onan, you're singing along. Yeah, dog, dad, no. <laughs> so Odin's singing along with the music. Is it beautifully or horribly, like I assume it would be? It's about as well as Odin knows how to sing. I have a plus six to performance. That is a 15. Yeah. Do with that what you will. Yeah. You guys gonna do anything about the singing skull, or? I'm. I mean, we we could always smash it. I'm. I, I agree. Let's. I. I wanna. I would actually like to see if, like, when the skull is removed from the body, if it continues to sing. Okay, you pick up the skull. Yeah. Keep singing. Okay. Good. Singing I'm gonna skull, take 5, the skull. 000. And I'm going to. Uh, ask the woman who's like 600, I'm sorry, 300 years old if she knows the song. Okay. Uh, you, so you show this to Varnier? Yes. Does anybody else, do any of them hear the song sing, being sung? Well, I imagine anyone be between me and Varnier would probably because I'm like taking it and I'm you know yeah okay um <clears throat> so you get you take it and she's like what are you doing with that and why is it singing do you know the song no I, I the first time I heard it was today Doesn't she... the word 
Doesn't the words in the Firefly room say finish the rhyme? It does. So wouldn't I just, can I write Shemsheim after it? Well, those are completed verses. Those are completed verses. Um, it ends in it already. Sorry, hold on. Do I see the writing that said be curious? Yes. Can I write below it, but I'm furious? Hold on, I'm looking at something. Okay, I wanted to look at something. You want to write, but I'm furious below the the. I want to try to make it rhyme. Yeah. Yeah, nothing happens. The skull keeps singing, and Varnier's getting worried about the singing skull. Understandably. Um. All right, I hand it off to uh, Murph since he's the grave cleric. He'll know what to do with it. With the singing head? Yes. Um, yeah. I, and we just, you just took it to the 300-year-old lady. Who's that? That's, again, I lost the yeah, sound. Yeah, she's, like, she's like freaked out about like the, okay. I'm gonna, there's a I'm singing gonna, skull. It's pretty concerning. After I've determined that it's not undead, you said it's not undead, so like I don't want to destroy it. Yeah. Um. I'm going to kind of make the rounds to everyone who's singing with it and see and kind of like gauge their reactions. If, if it sparks anything, like go around and be like, and I, I, I know this is weird, but this just, do you recognize this song? Concentration check from everyone. On the last. Okay. Another. This thing's um, still like 30, 20. And, was a nat one. Yeah. Yeah, I got a ten. Now you're both like both uh Onion and and Murph are singing the song now. Okay. So you're like not even able to like get out of question. Twenty two. I have, I have a quick out of character question. Yes. Uh so is fire not allowed in here? Is that why it's lit up with uh Yeah, because there's a bunch of books everywhere. You, you okay, I'm might... about to not care about that. Mm. Um. So, so you tried to ask? Did you try asking the corpse what its name was? I didn't cast that yet. I didn't cast that on. This it. is without him casting speak with dead. Yeah, I never got a chance to do that. Because the shadow has a name, and we need to figure it out. Um. As you, can as I, you can guys I try? Are... Can I try to resist the song again and ask these questions, or no? You can like, try. or is it once I'm hooked, I'm in? Okay. Or do I have to cast like restoration or something? Uh, sure. Uh, well, yeah. I would like. I would like to try because I. I suspect this body's in there, and so somebody knows something about mm -hmm. 
like or somebody this is an event that happened six hundred years ago. But I feel like somebody will have more information, mm-hmm. or something triggered this. I feel, yeah. I feel like something happened that triggered this song to start. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. As you are. Uh, as you guys are trying to... Can you give me another concentration check, just Joel? Uh, 18. Okay. As you, like, finally, like, voice this, and you're able to, like, fight down, all of a sudden, fight down the urge to sing this song, all of a sudden, three shadowy figures appear around the party and lunge at each of you. And that's where we'll end our session. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching uh, another episode of Nerds of Legend. We'll be back next week with a continuation of Candlekeep Mysteries. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Again, the book. Uh, we'll be talking about Christmas traditions and weird hol- and anyone have weird ho- family holiday traditions uh, next week. Weird holiday traditions we've heard about. Yeah. Uh, again, remember to reach out to us on social media if you've got a one that we want us to talk about or look into. Uh, and we'll see you Tuesday. Bye bye.